to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that other good stuff. I'd love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Dan Nixie on the line. He is the founder and managing partner over at Applied Fund Solutions. Uh, Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. So, Dan, I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Applied Fund Solutions and how you're helping your clients. Um, but before we do that, let's get into your past a little bit more. Um, how did you get started in business? Uh, so I started in public accounting. Uh, just, just public accounting is, is a great way to start it. As an accountant where you get a, a, a good, you develop a strong base, uh, in accounting, and you're you're seeing different industries and different businesses and how they operate, and uh, great way to build up from there. And then from there, what I did was uh, I pivoted away from public accounting and got into the hedge fund space, and had been there for many years. Um, hedge funds as controller, CFO, CCO, so chief compliance officer, chief financial officer. Uh, so seen a lot of different things, and have seen many different firms in their different operating mm-hmm. models, and. Uh, and as as you keep on kind of looking around, your eyes wide open, and you're taking in all this this information, you're thinking to yourself, well, how can I make this better? How can I make it different? And this is all very interesting, seeing some of the best firms out there and how they operate. Mm-hmm. And as you're taking it in, you appreciate what you're doing. Um, and I guess it comes down to, at the end of the day, and I guess some people think of it that way and others don't, but some will think of it as, how can I make, essentially, a better widget, a better mousetrap, or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever else? But... Um, but that, that's that's what struck my curiosity is is really thinking of it is, you know, everything that I'm seeing here is really great and this is you know for me how do you take it to the next level and you go on and you find somebody else that's doing it even better and you kind of you get to the point where you're you're basically saying to yourself uh, how do I take everything that I'm learning and that I've learned over the years and 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 pretty much combine it all this knowledge and mm-hmm. um, and combine it into something that can be you know, hopefully bigger and better than what we've seen anywhere else. I love I love that story, and um, and what I like about it most is there's a lot of people listening to this right now that think just like you. They have a lot of experience. They they started in one um, in one career. They they've been with multiple companies. They've seen great models. They've studied them. They're extremely bright. And they're thinking right now, you know, I have some ideas on going out on my own or, or doing an entrepreneurial venture, and, um, and, and they're thinking about what those next steps are. What kind of advice would you give them in terms of, um, you know, taking that first step and going out and, uh, and applying all that knowledge that they, that they learned to launch their idea? I mean, developing that expertise is certainly the prerequisite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the kind of thing that if you know if you if you haven't totally developed it, then be sure to partner up with those that can can bring that to the table. But as much as possible, you've got to work on yourself, and and that's not something that's that that can be taken for granted, because uh, you know your your reputation and and what you stand for and your knowledge is essentially in this in this knowledge society and that we live in. Mm-hmm. That's what you with you no matter what. So you've got to build yourself continuously it's not the kind of thing that you could say well i've made it and because as soon as you think you've made it mm-hmm. the, the rules of the change and it's no longer the same 
situation is what it was before. So keep learning, stay curious. Um, you know, there's a, a much older doctor that that, that uh, I once went to see, um, and he was in his 80s, and mm-hmm. uh, in the conversation, but he was like, he he, uh, he had presented it in such a way where he said, so long as you're you're still curious about life and learning, you're never you're never too old. You're never getting old. Um, so I, I kind of try to follow that that uh, that motto where it's it's you know keep on learning, keep going. Uh, because whatever you learn, you're building up that that base, and as you build that base, um, you know you take that you take that, and then what I think what differentiates people from, uh, let's say, the hobby, mm-hmm. and actually that hobby or taking taking that knowledge and making it into something more, is you got to have the grit, you've got to have mm-hmm. the focus, got to have the grit, and I feel like without those two things going hand in hand, it's extremely difficult because it's so easy to get caught up or think, well, you know, many others have tried before me and failed or whatever else. You, you just got to, you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in a goal and you got to follow it through. Um, mm. And, and challenges, you know, the greats have always said that, you know, failure is, is not, failure is not an end. Failure is just going to help you get to the next level and, and you just got to keep on going. And that's where the grit comes in and that's where the focus comes in, not to forget you know the skills that you've built, the lessons that you've learned, uh, and you just you just keep on going, thinking that I've got to progress and this is going to work out the way I see it, and be ready to pivot when necessary. You know that's a great great advice, um, and I think that's a great uh, also a great transition. Uh, let's get into uh, what you're doing over at Applied Fund Solutions. Um, what kind of clients are you helping, and what are you helping them with? So we primarily deal with hedge funds, uh, anything from emerging managers who are starting out their businesses to established hedge funds that are looking to grow or institutionalize their operating model. So as accountants and what from, from the perspective that I've taken it from as an accountant, as a CFO, uh, that sort of thing, we're primarily dealing with the operations of, the, of these firms. Um, they're investment firms, and what, what ends up happening a lot of times is, especially with the startups, you've got the managers that, that think, um, number one, I don't want to spend too much, or number two, um, you know, I can do this myself. And what a lot of them find is they're stretching themselves thin. And mm-hmm. the idea is not to continuously stretch yourself thin, but focus what you're best at. And if they're, if they're if, you know, it's a matter of they've got, you know, it's, a, it's taking your time, your tools, and your talent, and, and, you know, prioritizing them into what they do best, which is the portfolio management, uh, raising capital, and, and, you know, making sure that their investors are happy. And essentially what we do is we go in there and we build out this infrastructure for them and allow them to focus what they're best at while we focus on what we're, we're best at and what we've been doing for many years. Um, and, you know, we, we certainly want to give our clients as well as their investors the confidence that they're in good hands that we're building out their their operating models, their infrastructure, so that they are institutional quality and that anybody that comes in essentially kicking the tires will feel comfort that, okay, this is the right way to have built out such a platform. What we're doing essentially is we're enabling a lot of managers to be able to go out there uh, by outsourcing these functions. That we're, we're enabling them to get out there and, and, and raise the capital and start up the funds that they've wanted to start up. Um, so we, we certainly share that passion of uh, starting up and, and building something. And, and, you know, we're excited about working with our managers and meeting new managers. And it's, it's, it's inspiring to hear all the many stories 
of, of you know, what leads somebody into starting their own business and wanting to do it. And, and our advice to them is do what you're best at and leave the rest to somebody else that can, that can focus on this for you instead of stretching yourself thin. Yeah, no, that's that's great advice, and I um and I've known people in my in my career that have uh that have definitely started funds, and uh and and, and that's just the model nowadays. Like it, does, it makes no sense. You need compliance, you need accounting, you need um you need um the law piece taken care of, of course, um for contracts and other things. But really, all this stuff um needs to be outsourced. If you're if you're uh, it, until you're a certain size, maybe, but even then. Um, the outsourcing model, it just it just works. It's so efficient, and it does allow you to work more on your strategy so that ideally when you're bringing on staff, it's not to run payroll or to do X, Y, Z, or something that could be done, let's just say, at a, at a different cost point um, per skill um, that's needed so that you're not managing them. That sometimes what they don't think about is that it's not just that even when you have the money, it's also the management part and building culture and all the other things. Do you want to build your culture on the operations side or on the investment management side? And, and that's, you know, you can have both, but um, can you do both well when you're just starting or if you're a certain size? Maybe not. So I, I love your model. I've known quite a few people that have used and gone that route. Um, one thing I want you to comment on, if you will, um, about, you know, just, just FinTech and, and changes in the industry and how that's making um, um, services like yours and what other people are doing just more viable. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, I mean, it's very exciting what's happening out there, uh, whether it's uh, robotics and machine learning, um, all the way through to, to uh, distributed ledger technology. But um, these are all, again, enablers. They're bringing down the cost of, of uh, providing these services. And we're, we're certainly a big proponent, whether it's with the clients we've dealt, we deal with or continue to deal with, or it's, uh, you know, the way we build out our operations. Um, just to give you an example, I mean, we, we use Advent Geneva, which is the gold standard in accounting systems in the industry as, as our internal portfolio and accounting management system. Um, it's developing that workflow, which will handle the trades, the reconciliations and everything else seamlessly. Uh, it's building out these things, the technology and it's it, it, utilizing the technology, whether you buy it or build it, uh, that will streamline your operations in order for you to be able to focus on client needs. So the low-hanging fruit shouldn't take a lot of time. It should be the kind of thing that you can get in and out as quickly as possible so you can focus mm-hmm. on what clients really are. Um, and then from there, I mean, we, we deal with a lot of digital asset funds as well. Um, it's just understanding the, the industry. It, it's kind of an example as well how many people will, will feel like um, uh, not familiar with it. Let me stay away from it. And mm-hmm. uh, the opposite approach where many would say we'd, we'd speak to a lot of service providers in, in the industry and um, do you handle do you handle digital asset funds? And the answer was no for a long time. And there were very few that did. And then those people, those funds that did, those firms that did, those were the pioneers and they've really built a great business. And, and really just being, being aware of that, that if, being the first can really make a huge difference. And we feel mm-hmm. from this perspective, you were the first. We were one of the first ones out there to say, uh, as an outsourced provider, we're going to be here for you and 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 being able to enable these digital asset funds. Because essentially, the, I mean, these digital asset funds, there are plenty of technologists out there that wanted to start a fund, uh, but then they didn't have the investment investment management background. And what we did was we essentially brought our years of experience to the table to be able to say, hey, we're going to be able to support you to make sure that we can institutionalize your funds 
So when you're out there trying to raise capital, you'll be well positioned. Uh, so, and and it's 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 really learning a whole new industry, learning how cryptocurrencies operate, and 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 you know how do we bring the best practices? And it's 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 really taking two like taking two languages and 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 merging them and saying, hey, we can communicate with one another, and and being kind of that middle person to be able to do that. Um, we actually speaking of Advent Geneva, we worked very closely with them in order to develop uh, cryptocurrency functionality that they that they today have, which. Um, you know, has come a long way, and it's just as good as any other developers that we've seen out there that have built it, whether it's internally or on behalf of um, their own firms for for distribution. So we're really excited about it, and we think that people really do have to, you know, open up to it because what you think is great today may not be great tomorrow, and maybe an obsolete technology. And technology is certainly the way the way things, uh, you know, the world is changing as a result of technology. So none of us can just kind of sit idly and think that yeah, hey, there's no we, ignoring <laughs> there's, exactly there's no ignoring it there so uh we're really excited about it and uh you know we do plenty to spread the word as well whether it's speaking at conferences and uh um you know opportunities like this as well just to spread the word and just really get people to to be open to it because it's not all about it's not necessarily about the cryptocurrencies it's it's the next the next phase and and what's mm-hmm. happening what's going to happen let's say with real assets when things start getting tokenized when a lot mm-hmm. of the things that we around us um that have no concept of tokenization will someday have concepts of tokenization related to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i i get it and i completely agree that's it's exciting so me personally i mean i'm just i'm just excited everything is moving so fast in great directions um in finance and a lot of different fields, but I think and particularly just the disruption in finance, fiat, all that, it's just super interesting in terms of in- implications of what's going to happen for all of us and, and very a lot of positive things. So um appreciate your insight on that, Dan. Um, that being said, if somebody's listening to this and um, and they want more information about Applied Phone Solutions, what's the best way for them to reach out? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking. Um, they can reach out on they can reach out easiest on our website, AppliedFundSolutions.com, and you can get more information on us there and reach out to us. Um, you can also connect with us on LinkedIn uh, as well as on uh, on Twitter. So um, you know we're happy to connect. And um, like I said, we 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 we're excited about enabling uh, investment managers that want to start their business or expand their business or institutionalize their business, um, you know, get the right footing and provide them with, you know, three main things being the people that they need, the professionals, uh, you know, setting up their process. So, you know, the operations are set up and there's a, there's a certain way of doing things as well as providing the technology. So, you know, that combination really sets up the core of the infrastructure and build it from there. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Well, hey, Dan, just want to uh, thank you again for coming on the show today. And to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Um, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Dan, thanks, Dan, for coming on.